Hello, everyone. Justin Vicoli here with another episode of the Stoic Philosophy Podcast. Today's episode focuses on the topic of contentment. Visit my website at justinvicoli.com, where you can find links to my social portals, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Support me on my patreon.com page, on which I offer several rewards. Please share, comment, like, and subscribe. I explore the tradition of Stoicism with goals to inform, empower, and help others benefit from practical wisdom of ancient Greek, Roman, and modern thinkers, including Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. For the Stoics, a main focus is pursuing virtue to attain a well-examined life through practical applications of philosophy, acting with good character, using reason to form accurate, careful judgments about the world, and achieving contentment. Stoic writers focus on many perennial human concerns and urge people to take action, applying what they learn to everyday life. Self-improvement is central to Stoic thought, strengthening and improving one's mindset. How can one be at ease and decide what to focus on, giving an overabundance of stimuli, worry, distractions, people, technology, and many other things which compete for your time. Perhaps you find yourself overwhelmed without direction in your day and feel guilty due to perceived wasted time. Might your emotions be in an uproar, as Seneca writes in his letter titled On Quiet and Study. What benefit is a quiet neighborhood, he asks, when emotions are in an uproar, for even at night sleepless moments harass us as our troubles are brought to the light and our worries are changed. What can we do to achieve, as he writes, real tranquility, relaxation, and contentment. We can start by being mindful, recognizing stressors, unhelpful cognitions, unproductive uses of time, and worries which don't benefit us. Perhaps we can change our habits and environments by setting goals, replacing bad habits with good ones, and working to eliminate bad influences where we can. Might a costly lifestyle, as I've mentioned in other episodes, be burdening us as the pressures of making money to sustain a lavish way of living leads us to question our budget, should we even have one? We can make a simple spreadsheet of our spending and try to eliminate things we really don't need. Perhaps cut back on certain expenses, eliminate specific spending categories, and live a more frugal life with fewer worries. Might we spend our time being overly concerned with others' thoughts about us, engaging in rumor spreading and speculation, and continuing to associate with people who seem to take away from our happiness? Perhaps individuals are counterproductive to our contentment, but we tolerate too much. We don't make an effort to find new friends, or maybe we can focus on more quality relationships we value, rather than keeping a vast group of social connections. Maybe we can be more focused in our own lives and not worried about every person around us too much. We can take this mental inventory of ourselves and see what we can do to change, be aware of certain areas where we might be lacking. Might we be too self-critical, too critical of others, and have extreme reactions to certain events, fall apart when things might not go the way we would like? Identifying our deficiencies and accepting our current state with goals toward positive change is a good start, and even something we can be grateful for when compared to not being aware of our deficiencies and not being willing to change. We have set high standards for ourselves, sure, but we shouldn't think of ourselves as failures, bad people, or degrade ourselves. We could see life as a work in progress in which we can improve as the days pass, even making small steps toward more self-esteem, a more examined life, more purposeful living and self-improvement. Maybe, too, we can take a step back from certain events and see them for what they are, question our impressions, as the Stoics say, our interpretation of events, not taking things so personally and making quick judgment, instead considering different ways to interpret, looking for feedback from others, and not jumping to hasty conclusions. Seneca, he's quite optimistic about the capacity each person has for self-improvement, for positive change, provided they put in significant effort. In his letter titled On Blindness and Its Cure, he writes, But I do not despair even of a hardened sinner. 
There is nothing that will not surrender to personal treatment, to concentrated and careful attention. However much the timber may be bent, you can make it straight again. He also writes, We must therefore rouse ourselves to action and busy ourselves with interests that are good, as often as we are in the grasp of uncontrollable sluggishness. It seems that Seneca is urging us not to become lazy and unproductive. Instead, be focused on accomplishment, worthwhile pursuits, to have a sense of purpose and an understanding of how we can achieve our goals. Seneca views too much leisure as a vice, and if we don't control this, it can get worse and worse. If we're not aware of ourselves becoming lazy, slacking, procrastinating, and even if we make excuses for it, we can find ourselves in a sad condition. On the vices, Seneca writes, they do most harm when they are hidden behind a pretense of soundness. Well, we can be more content if we are active, with sound mind and contributing to some social good, lest with too much laziness we make excuses, we don't have a sense of accomplishment, and we lack contentment. We might even ignore our responsibilities, which can create more stress for ourselves. In his letter titled On Values, Seneca talks about how our desires can make us slavish and take away from our contentment. We can question the benefit of what we might crave and discover that desire can be too costly. Perhaps the juice isn't worth the squeeze, and a small positive might end up being negative in the long run or even the short term. He writes, Some objects are superfluous, others are not worth the price we pay for them, but we do not see this clearly, and we regard things as free gifts when they cost us very dear. We are eager to attain them at the cost of anxiety, of danger, of lost honor, personal freedom, and time. So true it is that each man regards nothing as cheaper than himself. Let us therefore act in our plans and conduct, just as we are accustomed to act whenever we approach a huckster who has certain wares for sale. Let us see how much we pay for that which we crave. Very often, the things that cost nothing cost us the most heavily. We can ask ourselves, what is traded for what? Might we be creating trouble for ourselves by indulging in certain desires, which may at least temporarily feel good, but later be related to grief? Maybe overeating, sex, poor relationship choices, binge drinking, drug use, impulsive spending, and much more. We can work toward moderation in our lives to achieve contentment, living a more balanced lifestyle without overindulging and creating vices. Ultimately, Seneca suggests throughout his text that contentment is to come from within, without ourselves being fully reliant on others. For if they happen to fade away for whatever reason, as people may, part of inevitable changes in life, we might be lost, unable to cope with the daily trials of life. There can be great danger in depending on others for our happiness, but we can take a more moderate approach of being strengthened through collaborative efforts, gaining a benefit from friends, from relationships, from family members, those we happen to be close with even associates in some cases, who might bring a smile to our faces, help us from day to day, knowing that we can make it with a little help from others, but still strive if we happen to be more secluded, or if people we trust would go away for whatever reason. Seneca writes in his letter titled On Siren Songs, There is only one good, the cause and the support of a happy life. Trust in oneself. Make yourself happy through your own efforts. To recap, we can work toward contentment by being mindful of unproductive thoughts and actions which may hinder us and seek to make positive changes. We can have a sense of purpose in life, be more productive, less lazy, question our desires, and eliminate or greatly reduce that which takes away from our tranquility. We can improve our self-reliance, our self-esteem, and not fully depend on others for our happiness. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at justinfacula.com, where you can find links to my social portals, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please share, comment, like, and subscribe. Consider donating if you support my work and would like to see more, for this takes time, money, and effort to produce content. Support me on my Patreon.com page, on which I offer several rewards. 
Have a great day.